Hi, everybody. It's Dr. Eric Corum, founder of AIM7. Welcome back to The Blueprint, where we distill cutting-edge science, leadership, and life skills into simple tactics optimized for your busy lifestyle and goals. Today, I'm back with my friend Pratik Patel, who's a health and human performance coach to elite performers from tech founders to high-performing athletes. Prior to moving into the private sector, Pratik served as an assistant coach with the New York Giants as the director of performance nutrition and assistant strength conditioning coach in charge of all things nutrition, hydration, supplementation, sleep, and recovery related to health and human performance. In this episode, we discuss leaky gut. Pratik explains what it is, how it happens, and what you can do about it through simple diet changes and how you adapt to stress. So let's get right to the conversation. So let's lean in and learn from the best. Pratik, what is leaky gut? Is this a real thing? I've heard about it. Like, what exactly is this? Yeah, so it's definitely one of those more frequent buzzwords or terms you hear a lot. And I think it's funny because you have people in the medical community that go on both sides of the equation. Those that are more like naturopathic, more functional medicine type are very much in line with you know diagnosing leaky gut. Those that sometimes have a little bit of a traditional medical background might say this thing doesn't exist. But I think at the, the underlying cause is what's affecting the intestinal, intestinal permeability in our gut and our ability to make sure that we're digesting the right foods and we're not letting things through to get to the bloodstream that are negatively going to affect us. So the intestinal permeability, if you're a healthy person, it's going to make sure that it blocks and prevents pathogens and molds and all these other things that might we might be exposed to and we're exposed to a lot more than we ever have in the history of man to make sure it doesn't cross that epithelial border and get into the circulation to where it's going to be affecting in our bloodstream and affecting our organs and accumulating to make us sick. But if we're super stressed, we're not eating very well, we eat poorly, we take a lot of medications, alcohol, drugs, that's going to affect intestinal permeability to where it can't ward off what these these pathogens and what these molds and mycotoxins and things that potentially would be blocked and not allowed through uh, inside. So when we talk about leaky gut, you might just say somebody has some issues or there is an underlying cause to where they just don't have that appropriate strength and resolve of intestinal permeability because there's something affecting them and you want to get down to the nitty gritty and figure out what that root cause is because it, it can potentially over time cause issues. Now, it could happen, something adverse can happen acutely, but then there might be something you might not be aware of and over time health status of somebody just ends up deteriorating because something was let through or something passed through and they never really got that checked. So it's, it's this interesting interplay between our environment, our health, our digestion, you know, our intestines, you know, the health of the gut. And what does it actually mean if, you know, somebody does present with some of these symptoms that could potentially negatively affect them? So essentially what's happening is, is during the digestive process, you have a compromise digestive system the intestinal lining or in the permeability is not the way it should be something not the actual chunks of food maybe or potentially but even like specific types of proteins or whatever are getting out into the bloodstream and causing havoc is that, is that basically it like it's causing inflammation stuff's yes. getting out so what are the signs or symptoms of potentially having a leaky gut i think for for some people it could just be you have issues with digestion, like everything you eat or everything you do, you just don't feel very well. 
because you're not digesting the things that you potentially would want to. And there's other things that are coming in. And again, it's going to be very different for, for everybody. And it's hard to just pinpoint one specific thing, but people that just present with just a lot of fatigue, sleepiness, because again, the body's just not working the way it wants to, and it potentially should, because there's some underlying issue that's happening that needs to be addressed. Okay. If you think you have this, what should you do? Good question. And again, it goes to the point where the medical, some people in the medical community say you can't really give a diagnosis for it. Some say there are specific tests that can kind of look at it. I think some people can address their their health status to say, okay, am I a person that's super stressed? Am I on specific medications? You know, do I drink alcohol? What does, you know, my circadian health look like? Do I feel like after I eat, do I feel good or am I constantly bloated? Do I feel sick? Do I feel nauseous? Am I having to go to the bathroom quite often? The goal would be to make sure that, you know, there aren't many toxins or molds or anything that is coming, coming through and getting accumulated. Because I said before, we're exposed to so much microplastics, heavy metals, xenoestrogens, that in small amounts, it's not a big deal, but it's everywhere now. Mm. And we're constantly bombarded with it. Making sure that the diet can facilitate restructuring and making sure that the intestinal permeability is strong, those junctions are tight, things in, like animal-type foods, glutamine, bone broth, making sure that you know, you're not eating a ton of ultra-processed foods, being mindful of medication, not, not taking in a bunch of alcohol or recreational drugs, because that can cause and create a lot of inflammation. To be able to allow it to heal itself and then see, have I taken the appropriate time and steps to be able to make sure that, hey, there's no more issues there. We're not allowing things to cross through that shouldn't be there and then get back to like hopefully a normal, healthy eating pattern. So you touched on one there really quickly, glutamine. I've heard many times people talk about like, hey, if you got leaky gut, you should increase glutamine supplementation. What does glutamine have to do with the gut? Yeah. So glutamine is probably the most abundant amino acid in the body. It's not essential, but people potentially call it essential because it is involved in everything, even structure. So there are studies that do look at, you know, the, the consumption of glutamine through foods or through supplementation, and does it have a positive response in helping heal or keep the you know, intestinal junction, nice and tight, and it is pushing that direction. So it's, it's probably why a lot of people recommend cutting back on the ultra processed foods, eating more animal based foods, you know, consuming bone broth, because these are sources of these conditionally essential amino acids, especially in the form of gluten. Thanks again for listening to the blueprint podcast. And if you enjoyed today's show, do me a favor, leave us a comment and review on whichever listening platform you are joining us from, as this is one of the best ways that you can help support the show. Thanks again for listening. And I'll catch you on the next episode.